You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 225. and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. If you have listened to the podcast for any length of time, you may have picked up on a theme that I continue to struggle with, remembering. Not that I have memory loss issues, although I do still have to call my girlfriend in Idaho from time to time and say, do I know this person? Like maybe I'll see a Facebook post or something and she'll be like, yeah, we had economics with him. And I'm thinking, I took economics? I mean, (laughs) so while I don't have the best memory... What I'm really talking about is I don't have good habits in the vein of remembering God's goodness. I don't think I'm the only one, because if you read scripture, you will see that God has people set up stones of remembrance. He sets up festivals and traditions and throughout scripture reminds his people of his faithfulness. And this tells me that we all have the tendency to forget. So when Wren Collective's song says, I will remember your mercies all my days in their song, Counting Every Blessing, I know that this is one song that needs to be added to my playlist, if for no other reason than to remind me that I need to stop fixing my eyes on my troubles, but rather recall the mercies of the Lord as I fix my eyes on Him. Now imagine my joy when I dove into scripture and found this same pattern. I can't wait to share my findings and my patterns with you this week. But before we dive into that, let's listen. I am counting every blessing, counting every blessing, letting go and trusting where I cannot see. I am counting every blessing, counting every blessing, surely every season you are good to watch the story behind the song video. Uh, In fact, I'll link to that video in the show notes. You can always find the show notes at michellekneezat.com forward slash whatever episode. So in this case, it's 225. So uh, you can head over there and I've got a link to the that story behind the song video as well as all the notes that I take for you because I'm assuming you're not sitting at your desk taking notes listening to this podcast. Most people do it while doing something else, walking, running, doing dishes, mowing the lawn, driving, um, working out, getting ready in the morning. There's so many different places that you listen to this. So I've taken notes for you just, you know, just free gift for you every week. So I've linked to that uh, video. It was an interesting video, but in it, Gareth, uh, one of the band members of Ring Collective mentions Paul's pattern of thankfulness in scripture. And it really made me think about, you know, he said how Paul recounted good things. Um, and and it links back to that original hymn, counting, count your blessings. And um, so that's kind of the story behind the song that they were thinking about what I've been talking about. We need to be better at remembering and calling forth the blessings that God has in our lives. And it made me think, huh, what a fun exercise to go through because I know in every epistle, almost every epistle, that Paul starts out with thankfulness. Um, And so I thought, let's do that. Let's just go through Paul's epistles and see what he wrote about 
when he was counting the blessings of God as he opens each letter. And if you listen to these podcasts week after week, you'll see that my favorite Bible interaction tool exercise is to read in context. In fact, in fact, I give the bites, B-I-T-E, Bible Interaction Tool Exercises. It's just the acronym. My simple habits that I use to keep my time in God's word varied. But I give the bites I use in each podcast. I actually use the bites that I give you in the week during that week's preparation. I really want you to know that they're real exercises and I want to be sincere in my use of them. I'm not just kind of flipping down a list going, oh yeah, it would be a good idea if you tried that this week when studying this way. No, I actually used it. So you may have noticed that sometimes I'll use a bite that I haven't used in a while and then I'll use it for several weeks in a row. Well, I guess it's normal, you know, to go back and use a tool and once it starts working to use it again. And so my encouragement to you is try something new and if it works, try it again, use it again. I do try to stay out of ruts in my study. So I do like that I have kind of a list of bites. In fact, if you want to subscribe to my email list, I'll give you the top five bites in a one page resource. And it's just free for you for subscribing. And again, at michellekneesat.com. But uh, I do sometimes refer back to my list and try something that I haven't used in a while. But I do, uh, having said all of that, I used a bite this week that I used last week too, and that is writing out scripture by hand. Now, there's a bite that comes naturally alongside this one, and that is the bite of slowing down. Sometimes when I read familiar scripture, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 I know that. And I really want to train my brain to stop doing that. You know, God's word is living and active. And every time I approach the word of God and let it change me, then when I approach it again, I'm a different person. So it will impact me differently. And when I write out scripture by hand, it slows me down and forces me to consider each word. I uh, keep a little notebook with me and I took it out at the coffee shop the other day and just jumped in on this project, just started in. And let me pause here to say that although it's summer um, and that most people are like, oh, it's summer and you work for school and everything slows down. Well, these last few weeks have been super packed for our family. Our girls have been involved in camps and my oldest is in driver's ed and offsite meetings held at my house and extra house guests. And so I had an hour, literally one hour. And I have to be honest, in that hour, I may have been tempted to pull out my phone and search social media and just quote unquote, relax and kill time. But I'm so glad I pulled out my notebook instead. So I I did pull out my phone because I needed to look up my, I didn't have a Bible with me, but I did have my notebook and I had my phone, which means I always have a Bible with me. And I went to the first epistle um, written by Paul, Romans chapter one, And then I skipped the introductory verses and jumped to the first paragraph where he was thanking God for something. And then I wrote those verses down in my notebook. And I wrote them out purely for the purpose of slowing down and focusing my mind on the words. I was in this groovy little coffee shop downtown, sipping on an Americana, and I kid you not, a a young guy comes into the shop, sits down at a piano that's in there, and starts playing jazzy music for like 45 minutes while I wrote out scripture in my notebook. It was like a movie scene. I did post it to uh, my social media that I was in the coffee shop, but I'm telling you, it was 
Uh, it was cool. So anyway, I was I was sitting there and I just started. I just wrote out scriptures like Romans chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. It says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of his son, is my witness. How constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last, by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. Isn't that beautiful? So that's how he opens up this letter. And then in 1 Corinthians, I just go flip, I wrote all that out and I went to the next epistle. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 4 through 9. I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way, with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God, thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you, therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for the Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, at this point, I'm seeing some patterns about how Paul counts his blessings. Even in just these first two examples, we see that Paul is thankful for people. You know, not once do I see him counting his extra pair of sandals or his super nice digs at the last town he passed through as the blessing of choice to open his letters with. But when I count my blessings, I often look around me to make my list. I'll put my home or my family, my job, my health, the weather. (laughs) While all of these are indeed blessings, perhaps I could learn from Paul. Because everywhere he looks, he sees the fingerprints of Jesus. So let's use the bite of making a list, shall we? In Romans, Paul was thankful for people, specifically that their faith was being reported around the world. In 1 Corinthians, Paul was thankful for people, specifically for God's grace that was evident in their lives. He gets more precise and he adds that they had been enriched in speech and enriched in knowledge, not lacking any spiritual gift, and then added that God will keep them, that God is faithful, and that he called them into fellowship with his son. So let's uh, also use the bite of compare and contrast. This is actually a new one. I don't know that I've used it before specifically. I've probably used it before, but maybe didn't name it. But let's compare and contrast. In both openings, Paul was thankful for the people he was writing about or writing to. And in both openings, Paul listed some more specifics that are directly related to God, right? So faith in God, grace from God, spiritual gifts from God, fellowship with God. Now, in contrast, so that's what we're comparing. Those are the comparisons. But in contrast, in Romans, Paul added a prayer that he could come visit them. And in 1 Corinthians, he points to the return of Christ. So these are just some observations that we're beginning to write down by using some other bites of making a list and comparing and contrasting. Now, let's keep turning the pages. All right. So in or you know, scrolling to the next one if you're using a digital device like I did uh, at the beginning. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 7, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ... So also our comfort abounds through Christ. 
If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. Wow, there's so much going on there. Let's just keep using the bite of observation. We can add to our compare and contrast list. Uh, So let's add to the contrast list. This time he's thankful for God himself. But on our compare list, he gives benefits that come again from God. We have comfort in our troubles from God. We can comfort others with that comfort that we received from God. And in contrast, it's not all peaches and roses in this letter. They are obviously suffering, and yet suffering is somehow counted as a blessing because of what it can offer others. And I'm tempted to stay here for a while. And you can stay here, you know. I mean, you don't have to follow a challenge to the T. Maybe you're in the second epistle and you just decide to stay and keep reading. Boy, that that would be great. Because the whole point is for you to get in and read the Bible for yourself. And uh, I have a friend who's been exploring the idea of suffering. And I was tempted to stay here and make some deeper observations. For the sake of the podcast, however, I'm going to continue on in the sequence but you could, you can stay. I give you permission. You don't have to follow the the challenge, right? So let's move on though, for this podcast sake, to the next epistle in order. Uh, the next epistle is Galatians. If you go in order of the New Testament. Well, you know, Paul kind of skipped the heart of gratitude and just jumped straight to the, what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, Galatians is that kind of letter. So let's actually skip Galatians, move on to Ephesians. All right, Ephesians chapter one, verse three. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. Oh, I love Ephesians. But let's compare. Just like 2 Corinthians, he offers praise straight to God rather than than thanking God for the recipients of the letter. And don't you just love that he does both? Aren't there launch straight into praise days, and then there are, I'm so thankful for people in my life days. Both are valid blessings to count, are they not? All right, so compare. Um, We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. That kind of reminds me of the spiritual gifts that he alluded to in a previous epistle. Um, Contrast. This time he's really honing in on our identity more than what has been bestowed upon us. So he uses words like we are chosen, holy, blameless, adopted, redeemed, lavished with grace. Ah, don't you just love Ephesians? If these aren't profound blessings to count, I don't know what are. 
Now let's move on to Philippians chapter one, verse three. I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now compare, he's back to thanking God for the people and back to to the perspective, always looking forward to the return of Christ. Now, do you see the overall pattern also whenever Paul is thanking God for people, he's really thanking God for working in and through people. So even in the thankfulness for people, it's all rooted in an appreciation that everything good is from God. His fingerprints on our lives are cause for a heart of gratitude. What about Colossians chapter one, verse three, we always thank God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we've heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you in the same way the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who's a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. Now compare. Thankful for people. Thankful for the love and faith that is evident. Moving on to 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. In this one, he actually uses the words, we remember. What are they focusing on? With the results of their faith, their labor prompted by love, their endurance inspired by hope. So if we use the bite of considering the opposite, their work could have been a it, uh, produced by pride, their labor prompted by guilt, and their endurance inspired by fame. But that wasn't the case. And that isn't what Paul was focusing on when he was counting the blessings. And we could go on and on, and I hope you will. There are a few letters left to go through. You don't have to stop at Paul's epistles either. You could you, you could go through the others. But as I finish up today, I have to ask myself, am I looking for the right things Am I looking for the fingerprints of Jesus in others? Am I I seeking to find the evidence of grace and the gospel? I think I will be able to count these blessings in my own world only when I begin looking for them. So what's next? Well, try this quest yourself. You know, open each of Paul's epistles and locate his opening words of gratitude as he counts every blessing. Try the bite of writing out scripture. Compare and contrast what you see in these opening paragraphs to keep to uh, Paul's letters. Perhaps even get pulled into the context and just keep reading. That would be great, too. And then while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. Email me, michelle at michellekneezat.com. Hop on Twitter at michellekneezat or Facebook, Michelle L. Nizat, and let's talk about what you're learning. Now, before I tell you what song will be featured next week, I want to thank the premier Christian music streaming service, theoverflow.com, for pointing their subscribers to this podcast. But more importantly, pointing them to God's word through music. When you subscribe to their trial, you will receive a 10-day series of devotions I wrote based on some of my most popular podcast episodes. So I encourage you to check them out at theoverflow.com.
And I want to thank my newest subscribers to my website, like Tess from California, Rhonda from Mississippi, Linda from Utah, Jennifer from North Carolina, Janet from Louisiana, and a new friend from Canada. Welcome. The new subscribers to my website will benefit from a one-page resource of my top five bites that I've used on the podcast. It's a great place to start. Subscribers will also benefit from an email that I send once a week. And in that email, you will get a weekly memory verse resource to display on your smartphone, tablet, desktop, or you can print it out. You also get an email recap of the week's episode, the show notes that I mentioned earlier. And you get instant access to any of the extra resources that I create for my episodes from time to time. And all of that is just my way of saying thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneesat.com to subscribe today. Now, there are many ways to listen to the podcast. We are now featured on Joy 103.1 every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern and always on Spotify or through Stitcher Radio. And as always, you can subscribe in iTunes. And while you're there, please leave me a written review and a star rating. This not only encourages me, but helps me stay visible to new listeners. And if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. Just like Kylie House who wrote, I can't tell you how timely finding this podcast was. God spoke to me through your words in a terribly painful season in my life. What an honor and privilege that God would use my podcast to minister to you. Thank you so much for sharing. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will be using Grace Got You by Mercy Me to jump into scripture. If you liked this episode, however, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash 225. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.